from Slickback Studios headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, Mike Coscarelli, Matt Lajeski, and Adam Foster are The Sports Group. All sports, all men, all right. Sponsored by Falstaff Beer, America's favorite beer for the drive home. Welcome back to the last place on earth where men can still be men. You are now in the fist pumping, heart bumping, cock sucking, motherfucking sports group. I am your host, Mike Coscarelli in New York City, joined as always in Chicago by Matt Lajeski. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? Oh. Fresh off the heels of the dreaded fifth overall pick in the fantasy draft, the first of 27 drafts I have to do this year. Uh, I'm great, Mike. Great to see you. Great to be here. And we'll tease a little more fantasy uh, in the coming moments after we introduce Adam Foster in San Diego. Hello, Adam. How are you? Hey, Mike. Doing real great. Sun. Really happy to see you boys here. You see the sun shining completely washing out your face on the camera of course <laughs> nine o'clock in new york city is six o'clock and sunny in san diego california <laughs> uh matt just did a fantasy draft how'd that go matt you know it you never know you never can tell you always are too excited or too disappointed so i'm trying to keep a real handle on my emotions here i'm trying to just you know, believe in myself and trust that I did the right thing and that my 13th pick, who I don't remember who it was, is really going to help me win the league, you know? It's all about the 13th pick. Yeah, 13, 14, 15, anywhere in there, you know, that's those that's a real, real league-winning potential in those rounds. Yeah, it is fun. This time of year is just kind of, uh, it, it puts you in the mood for football because the fantasy drafts just come up quick. Um, are we weird that we're in a bunch of leagues? I've talked to other people, a a friend that I tried to get into our prestigious, uh, fantasy league. I asked him if he had time to do it and he was like, I'm already in a league. I'm like, yeah, so so am I. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm actually, this is going to be my only league. (laughs) What? Wow. But I do agree with you, Mikey. I am hyped for this season. There's nothing like that first Sunday where you got the computer open Yep, and then you blink Eight hours have gone by. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) And you're in sweats and you've wiped barbecue sauce all over them all day. And you're laying on your back like a little turtle. It's great. I I love football season, man. I'm so I I, I, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. I'm more excited for this football season than I have been for any football season in years. Part of it is the Jets. Good reason. Well, the dude, it's just like I. So uh, I was talking with uh, intern Jeremy over here on the ones and twos. Uh, before we started and uh, you know I don't want to say too much before we get into the NFC over-unders because we know this is going to take a while we've done it once and fucked it up already <laughs> but Godfather but, <laughs> part two yeah. but I, I do think I'm more excited for the NFL this year than I usually am and I'm less excited about the NBA than I usually am 
because the NBA is not that far away either. I'm usually super excited to watch basketball. And for whatever reason, the cachet is not quite there for me this year for the NBA. But the NFL, I am I want to see some people get hit. I want to see some some balls in the air. You know, I want to see a couple guys get paralyzed. I'm ready. Well, and let's also not forget. Well, I was just going to say, Mikey, let's also not forget the NBA season also ends a year from yesterday. So <laughs> we still have so much time left from when it starts to fucking watch that shit. That's right. That. And and we have the added forever bonus that the NFL gives us, which is it will never be overtaken by European players. We don't have to worry <laughs> about that. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL will always be America's pastime, quite literally. It is funny yeah. that the rest of the world kind of just doesn't really care about the NFL, except for that one week a year that we they go to Germany. And then people are like, "All right, Tom Brady's here. Great." <laughs> I had I did, I was like kind of seeing this Indian chick in the spring, and she mm-hmm. was like vehemently telling me how most of the world doesn't care about Tom Brady. And I was like, "Okay, I believe you." But like she's like, "You just don't understand. Like soccer players are like international players, and then like Americans are just so arrogant that they think Tom Brady is like is like like the greatest athlete in the world of seven-time champion lady. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why also, the sorry, team that wins the Super Bowl is called the world champion. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what leagues they play wherever she's talking about, but I don't think they call them the world champions. So, yeah. Also, what, who is this girl to know anything about what the rest of the world thinks of she like, Indian from India, Mikey, or is she just Indian American? Not born in India, but yeah. Then, then oh, Indian okay. American. Well, then you know, maybe she knows. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm sorry, in New Delhi, they don't fucking give a shit. I'm sure they do not. Yeah, yeah. But um, we digress. Uh, let's move on to our over unders, boys. This is going to be the whole show, just like it was last week. Only this week we're doing the AFC as opposed to last week where we did the AFC. Um, now for the Wait listeners. What? It's the NFC. That's what I said. No, no, no. You said, you said we're doing the AFC. No, no, last no. Last week we did the AFC. I said we did the AFC last week. We're doing the NFC this week. Now, we already did uh, the we're NFC. Gonna run. Let's run that back. You want me to do, take it over? You want me to do a pickup? <laughs> we're doing the NFC this week, folks. Uh, NFC over-unders. Um, we did this once already two weeks ago. We lost the tape, but Jeremy's here today, so we're not going to lose anything. Right, Jeremy? <laughs> All right, uh, NFC, we're going to start west to east this time because we did east to west last time, um, and I don't see any reason to not get right into it. Um, mm-hmm. The feud of the year is what a lot of people are saying it will win at the ESPYs. So should we just start then with the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, let's do it. Their uh, DraftKings says they're gonna they're at 10.5 wins. That's their line this year. Um, oh, yeah. I begrudgingly said over. Uh huh. Now, obviously, we have some new information about this team. They just traded Trey Lance to the Cowboys. Um, they sure did. They did. I feel like Matt is stoking the flames here of of the rivalry that's brewing. Oh, I, hate, yeah. I hate Kyle Shanahan. I Shannon. can't wait for this rivalry. <laughs> uh, I was really hoping to see it play out on Twitter. But yeah. There is no more Twitter. So yeah. I'm hoping to see it now play out on X yep. between. Our friend 
our gracious host, producer, entrepreneur, sports group founding member, Mike Coscarelli, and a top five coach in the NFL, in my opinion, Kyle Shanahan. But Mike, you, you're going over with the Niners, yeah. even though you think Kyle Shanahan is overrated. Uh-huh. Not a bad coach. Uh-huh. Not a bad coach. Just overrated. I just think it's funny that some coaches get labeled a genius, uh, mm. and it just doesn't matter if the results are there or not. I just think it's so strange. He has a very talented team, so that helps. Mm-hmm. But this whole it Trey does. Lance mess, he fucking whiffed on that. I mean, he was pounding the dr- banging the drum so hard for Trey Lance for for the last like. Two and a half years. The guy, I think, he, what is it? Has he played a full game in the NFL? I don't think he did, Matty. Well, listen, I mean, the Trey Lance situation, you know, we'll say it's like most people's first marriage, right? It didn't really go according to plan. Maybe uh, you were a little too hyped for it and it didn't work out. That's fine, you know, because Brock Purdy is a really good second wife. Third and wife, because there was a, there was a there was a wife. Number one was James Garoppolo. Well, you know he's not wife material. We all we, we've been <laughs> we've been over this. <laughs> you, you can't wife him up. All right. I mean, he took the you Rolling to the Super Stone. Bowl. Matt, that I just what are we waiting him? for here, boys? I don't know. Are we getting into it. Oh, I thought yeah, that Matt made a face. I thought that he was he was lost. All right, Adam. Uh, yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm here. So I'm taking I'm taking uh, I'm taking them over. I have them winning eleven games. I I don't want to do it because I'm really hoping to see the downfall of Kyle Shanahan. There's so much motion in the backfield. <laughs> There's so, he. Oh my God, he's using a wide receiver as a running back. What a genius! Tired of it. Uh, I, I would love to be wrong about this over, but they're just they're the best team in this division by a lot. So they're going to win the division uh, and win 11 games. What do you boys think? Oh, yeah. uh, well, first of all. I mean, I think he's done a lot with with a little a lot of the time. You know, we've gone into seasons. The hype has been low and he still pulls out a pretty successful season. Even last year. They had Super Bowl aspirations. I mean, who wouldn't? Who knows what would have happened if Brock Purdy got injured in that game? And I mean, they effectively stood zero chance at that point. And this year, I've got the 49ers. And this is just because the division. I think the conference overall is pretty shitty in their schedule. They have a pretty. It doesn't seem like they have a hard schedule. I'm going 13 wins and the over. I mean. I'm I'm like half hard right now. There's blood coming, but like I'm not rock hard yet. But I almost am. But you almost are. <laughs> I'm close. It's like a half. I'm half hard. It's okay. the half hard, almost pick of the jerk or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Matt. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, this is a very easy over. I mean, last year they were. Uh, 13 and four and big cock Brock didn't even start half the games. So, I mean, I, I think this is, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use it up early in the show. And you know, a lot of times don't people do in show business say, Oh wait, you got to wait to really uh, show them something later on. Don't do it. You. 
don't blow your your whole thing in the beginning of the show. They say that, right? That's like a saying in show business. Yeah, they but say yeah, don't blow your thing at the beginning lock. of the show. Uh, 49ers over 10 and a half. Yeah, come on. It's, they're the best team in their division Wow, by far. They don't have a particularly difficult schedule. And they've got the great Kyle Shanahan at the helm. So they're going over, baby. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Out of the gate, the rock hard pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, shouldn't, yeah. have started so, shouldn't have started so high and mighty up there, the 49ers. <laughs> uh, you chose this. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, all right, let's move on. To this Seattle. is a bad conference. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, bad conference, bad division. I mean, two, two, of, two of potentially the uh, like eight worst teams are in the division between the Rams and the Cardinals. You know? Yeah. The Seahawks are fine, but. So let's do the Seahawks next. DraftKings has the line at nine and a half wings. I did this again. Wins. <laughs> nine and a half wins. Uh, yeah. I put them under. Uh, this is a team that is good, um, but not great. I think Carroll is a better coach than a lot of people are giving him credit for. I think we saw that last year post Russell Wilson. Um who was just exposed. We talked about him in the AFC over-unders last week. Just exposed as a fucking fraud. I mean, uh, a good quarterback, but I think Pete Carroll's system was really better than people were giving it credit for. Uh, I think they're going to win eight games, so I put them under. This is like the epitome of a Mm. mediocre team. They're good. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to go out there and roll over every week. And they'll be competitive in this division, or this. Uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't think that they're. I mean, you're, you're, you're banking on Geno Smith kind of having another great season. I don't know that I see that. He'll probably be all right. Is he going to be like a an All Pro caliber quarterback again? Mm, I don't know. It seems like they're kind of putting the defense back together, but I don't think there's a ton of talent on this team. There's like some pieces here and there, but overall, uh, middle of the road. What do you think? So I think pretty opposite of what you think in many regards. I think Pete Carroll is finished. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's going down the tubes. He's like the insane king who's still running everything there, but he's starting to lose his shit and they're gonna have to decapitate him at some point. <laughs> but I still somehow think that that demented <laughs> no gas left in the tank finished piece of trash is gonna pull out 10 wins baby wow Half Seahawks winning over. 10 games lick me kiss me <laughs> wow that's putting it on the table Adam I gotta say Ooh. this entire time this entire time we've been doing these over-unders, you have really done an impressive job of, of whipping that thing out and putting it on the table and showing us something. <laughs> you you and me were pretty in line for the uh, <laughs> the dress rehearsal of the NFC that we had. <laughs> I can't even really remember, to be honest. But uh, Yeah. All right, Matt, what do you got? So it's nine and a half uh, for the Mad King, Pete Carroll, and yeah. everybody's favorite castaway, Geno Smith. I just, you know, as we were discussing this, I was just thinking to myself, can you imagine if Geno Smith had Kyle Shanahan as his coach? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be incredible. 
That'd be an undefeated season. Uh, but I mean, nine and a half, they're clearly the second best team in this division. Uh, they could, I mean, is it a, they'll go three and three in the division. I don't think that's, um, that's a stretch. Then they're playing teams like the Panthers. They're playing yeah. the Commanders. Right. They're playing the Titans. They're playing the Steelers. I think, you know, to get to 10 wins, basically two games above 500 with a solid roster. They draft well. Um, Pete Carroll, even at, you know, 78 years old. I think he's still got it together a little bit. I'm going over. Yeah, before we move on here, Adam, can you can any insight onto why you think he's like losing it? <laughs> I just think the team is slowly slipping away and it's just getting worse and worse every year with less well, less promise of doing anything. Like going into the season, yeah, I have them as the over, but I expect nothing of the Seahawks. <laughs> Nothing impressive. Like they're, they're never going to beat any of the a- the top AFC teams in in the Super Bowl. I, they're oh, not yeah, good no, enough right. to make it anywhere. Like to get anywhere close in a playoff run. Yeah, this is not. And a he, team, you know, right. and you know what? He he still kind of stood by that fucking Marshawn the Marshawn Lynch play that in the Super Bowl. Oh, when he threw it or, at Malcolm. Uh, yeah, the non-Marshawn. Yeah, the non-Marshawn Lynch. Play. Right. Right, he yeah. still stood by that, which that's just the sign of an old person who needs to be put in a home, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, he is getting up there in age. Um, He's like, Marshawn who? <laughs> <laughs> Marshawn! <laughs> uh, all right, let's move it on. Uh, I want to do the Rams next. Um, DraftKings says six and a half wins. I'm going big under. Uh, I think they mm. win. They win four games, maybe. I don't think this team is very good at all. Um, this is another like, how good is the coach really? Sort of situation. Mm. Like I think McVay's obviously a great coach, and he's got a ring. So anybody that's already that has actually won, you know, they're on a a higher level than Kyle Shanahan, who hasn't won anything. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me. Uh, we were talking last week about the the coaches, like the Belichicks and the Mike Tomlins and the Vrabels, and the guys that just seem like they could drag any shitty team to eight wins. But I I don't feel that way about McVeigh for some reason, and I don't know if I'm off base with that, but. I just don't see him being the type of guy that can take a team that doesn't have any real talent on it and drag mm-hmm. them, drag them to like seven, eight wins. And I guess this will be the year that we find out. But like, yeah, part of it was just like the the way that their fucking Super Bowl, uh, like post Super Bowl, uh, press tour went. Like, do you remember when they won the Super Bowl? Aaron Donald was like, I think this is it, man. I'm going to retire. Well, it's too late. Two seasons later, he's still on the team. McVay still yeah, coaching the strange. team. Very strange. Yeah, very strange. Like, it's like these guys just, it was just like such a bullshit Hollywood thing. And it's like, all right, does Aaron Donald feel like it's ready to, he's ready to retire because he knew that the wheels were going to fall off last year and the team just wasn't going to be very good? Is he feeling old? Like, at some point, if these guys, Stafford, same thing. 
the the they're like the eighty six Mets. The guys that are the the good players on the team that are veterans are like starting to hit the aging stage of their career. Like, how much does Stafford have left in the tank? Enough Probably to- not a lot. I mean, he has like neck problems, right? So right, um, back problems, neck problems. Pussy you know, problems, crack problems, my neck, my back, my <laughs> so I don't know. I just don't know. Last year I had Cam Akers on some fa- uh, fantasy team. That was a disappointing selection. Yeah, bi- big, big problem for you. Yeah, for your life. Yes. Uh, and I know that. Um, uh, uh, oh, my God, I'm blanking on the receiver's name. Uh, Cooper Cup. Cup. I know Cup is coming back and that'll be obviously like a like a big boost to the team but i still i don't know man stafford's got to be the guy getting him the ball still i think that was they like they they really leveraged everything that they had to win that one super bowl and it feels like it's going to be a long rebuilding uh phase and i I gotta be honest like if mcveigh is serious about taking a tv job like maybe this is the year he's just like fuck it we're gonna win five games so like yeah because the other thing is you can't really just be this like middling and then like more towards the bottom sort of coach and then transition directly into to TV. Yeah. I feel like in the same way. Right. I agree. Yeah. He has a really bad season. It seems like the timing was pretty bad because all these guys were like, Oh, we're going to run it back. And then you fall off a cliff. Right. And then everybody's still on the team. Like right. all the stars, Stafford, Donald cup, McVay is still there. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. And last year, I mean, by the, by the, the second, like half of the season, Baker Mayfield was your quarterback, like like throwing right. picks on Thursday night football. It's just like what what the hell happened here? So I have them at four wins, and you're absolutely right about that point, Matt. Like it's always weird when ESPN or another one like Fox or whatever takes somebody that like wasn't a champion and puts them on TV, and you're all of a yeah. sudden they're they're like, all right, we're going to our our general manager ex uh, our GM expert Mike Tenenbaum. You're just like, huh? Why, why Why? is he an analyst? Yeah, it's kind of strange, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess Romo was the one who was never all world, who became a great broadcaster, but pretty yeah. much everybody else, like, you know, other than him and Mike Tannenbaum, you know, is pretty much right. has the credential. I mean, listen, they're all professionals, so they all have credentials, right? But yeah, yeah. I want to hear the hot takes from winners only. And Sean McVay may have a uh, you know another season of being a double digit loss loser. Right. I think it very easily. I don't know six six and a half is very low for this team, but I would not. I, I can't confidently say they're going over. So what did you have them at here, Maddie? I have them as an under. I'm very mixed here. Uh, you know, their schedule is not particularly difficult, but they're not particularly good. Yeah. So I'm leaning on the under here, not super confident, but um, gun to my head. My family's tied up in a basement. Yeah. I'm going under. Got to. Yeah. Adam, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I have them at four wins. With the under, um, I'm not sold on McVay as this great coach. He's he comes from a football family. There we go. Clearly, he knows a thing or two, but he just doesn't have the the tenure. You know, I, just because you win a ring, anything could be a fluke. You could win something one time, but like, you know, do you guys think that 
Kelly Clarkson is is a great artist. Jessica Simpson, just because they did some shit one time or a couple times twenty years ago. Um, no, I think Jessica Simpson is great at uh, shoe selling. Though she's she's made a lot of money doing that. And maybe McVeigh will be a great broadcaster. He's like he's just too young for me to think of him. I mean, he's literally two days older than I am. So what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? So is that what this is about, Adam? Because at some point, <laughs> young coach at, is strange. at some point, all the coaches will be two years younger than we are, or two days younger than we are. Because now all of the players in the it. NFL are <laughs> ten years younger than we are. You know. Well, at that point, I'm not going to be watching football. <laughs> all right. Uh, what was your total here, Adam? Did I you- had four wins. Four wins. So you're taking under. But I might, I might regret that later. Well, that's the point of this whole thing, Adam. We might, re- we mm. might all regret all of these things later. But, um, all right. You know what team we're not going to regret picking the under on? The Arizona Cardinals. Mm. <laughs> DraftKings has the line at four and a half wins, which seems generous. Uh, I have a big under. This is a three-team, three-win team max. Uh, I think they're the worst team in the league. I don't think there's much question about it. Uh, they're not going to have Kyler Murray for most of the season, right? Is it, or half the season? I don't think anyone really knows. I think obviously it's very dependent on, you know, when does he come back from injury and when uh, the new Call of Duty gets released. Right. Um, Hmm. Those two things are going to play pretty heavily into it. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Could he be out of the league in the next, like, year? Is there a world? He could be. I mean, he's already almost irrelevant. He's a he's kind of a flop at this point. Do we do it's we agree weird. on that? He's 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 like a Baker Mayfield. Uh he was better than Baker with less TV with less TV credits and acting experience. But it's weird because Kyler had these like he had these runs. Like, do you remember two years ago when Arizona just like came out of the gate? They were like eight and zero, and you were just yeah. like, wow, what the hell? And Kyler was just like. He was just winning these right. games every every week by like, you know, like running around in the fucking in the backfield, mm-hmm. turning it into something like it's weird because he, he has had these moments where you're just like, man, that guy is incredible. And then he's also had these moments where you're just like, this guy is an idiot out there. Like he doesn't know, like, why is he throwing the ball over there? Why is he making that read? None of this makes any sense. He looks he just lost well, the Cardinals. Like, you know what I mean? Let me so it's, it's I think so I can weird. relate that. To something the a uh, couple last weekend I was playing Monopoly with my nephew and he's five years old never played the game before first roll gets the chance card buys boardwalk and then the next turn around he gets Park Place and he has a hotel and he has he owns both of those huge Monopoly at the beginning of the game it was all luck you know I, I beat the shit out of him after <laughs> that totally made him cry. <laughs> <laughs> had all the had all the houses at the end of the game. My point is is that Kyler Murray's a fluke. He had a good run. He scrambled around and he made a couple. He has a good arm. He's an athlete, but now he's starting to revert back to the mean. He's garbage. He's probably not gonna be relevant by this time next year. We're gonna be 
you know, saying, hey, did you guys see that Kyler Murray started in OnlyFans? That's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the Cardinals. And honestly, I really wanted to do less than this, but I had to assume that they're going to win some kind of a game. So I have them at two wins. And you could lock them in as my throbbing rock wow. cock sucking pick of the year uh, at two wins. <laughs> All right, I I think I think Adam, I think you're wrong on on that. What you just said, the part about the OnlyFans, because Kyler Murray will for sure be on Twitch. There's no <laughs> doubt about. It. Yes, right. But other than that, yeah, I mean, I it's weird. He's not a bust necessarily. There is the injury there, but I don't know. You, when you hear such negative press about a player, generally, like when you hear about, oh, Rodgers is hard to be around, he's kind of a dick, he doesn't like the young guys, it kind of proved to be true over time, right? So now there's this, there's been this mess around Kyler Murray, like he doesn't study, uh, and he is just not doing, he's not putting the work in to be an NFL quarterback. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but. He's not the type of player, and this is not the type of franchise team right now that I want to bet on. Four and a half is very low. I don't really – it just – the team just gives me – it's just my bad vibes pick of the year, you know? <laughs> and uh, that's not an award, but I, I would go under on this team. Again, not super confident because four and a half is very low, but not a good team. But this was also something that we talked about last week with Vegas, where like all mm-hmm. of the really terrible teams in the AFC were getting a line of like six or six and a they're half. Six and a half. Yeah. This is and, the worst yeah. line in the NFL. Right. So if they're if they're getting four and a half, that means that Vegas thinks they're gonna win like one game. Based off of what <laughs> we're because the Raiders got a six and a line of six and a half, and the Raiders are terrible. Texans got six and a half. Right. Yeah. I mean team teams with no proven anything that the Texans might be the, the least proven roster in the league and they're getting six and a half in what is arguably an easier division yeah. conference, but easier division they play in. And then, yeah, the Cardinals are at four and a half. So that's why I think that this, they're, they're really, this is a team that is in like, like what was it? The 2013 lions. What was the, the lions team that, that like went Owen 16. Or was about to go on Matt 16. Patricia's Lions. Was it Matt Patricia's Lions? Uh, it was the 2008 season. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There was that long ago. ago. There was a Lions season where they were just like there. I remember seeing quotes from Sports Illustrated from the Lions players that were like, "We <laughs> stop making fun of us. <laughs> like we're not trying to lose on purpose. This sucks." <laughs> And they, they just like, I think this has all the makings of that type of season for the Cardinals where it's just like, you know, new coach, seemingly no talent on the team. Uh, and the one guy on the team that could potentially like make plays and make something happen is is not playing till at least the halfway point in the season. So it's like, I don't and know. Yeah. Modern Warfare 3 comes out apparently in November. So <laughs> November tenth, twenty twenty three. So yeah, I mean this this has all the makings of a, of a real tanking bottom of the barrel kind of season for the Cardinals. Yeah, that's bad. All right, let's go to the NFC North. Uh, let's start with the Detroit Lions. Nine and a half wins according to DraftKings. That's the line. Uh, 
I got to tell you, boys, I'm hot for the Lions this year. Over. 10 wins for the Lions. Uh, 10 wins and a trip to the playoffs. They're due. I think they build on last year. Dan Campbell is a fucking psychopath. Uh, He's one of the only coaches in the NFL right now that I would run through a wall to play for. I love the guy. Uh, He's a lunatic, and I think that this – He's the perfect dumb guy coach for Michigan. I mean, they, they're a match made in heaven. He fits like a glove. Um, he, he drinks the Flint water on, on the reg. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 10 wins. I also think that this division is going to be worse overall. I think some of the other teams take a step back. So why not the Lions this year? 10 wins. What do you think? Yeah, this is a bad division. Really Pure trash. Um, I actually have the Lions at 11 wins, but they are kind of like the Rams to me, like as far as I could see them just completely collapsing this year. Last year was a fluke, but I'm going to go with your scenario too, Mikey, that they're trending in the right direction. Goff, he's a veteran. And, Dude, you know, I like I think Goff. he's not. What was that? I like Goff. I think he's better than people give him credit for. I really do. He is. He is. You know, he, I mean, when the, it's hard to say that he, if he was like the, the reason that the Rams were never able to close it out and then they got Stafford and they did it. But Goff is a veteran. Um, and, you know, last year they were a big surprise and, and they, they, I think they're going to continue that. I don't know. I'm saying 11 wins. I think at least 10. There you go. Over. Maddie. Yeah, so I got this division is weird, right? There's there's no standout team. Uh there's no there's nothing that makes me really believe or not believe in any of these teams super strong. We've got Goff and Cousins who are both these kind of middle of the road veteran starters. Uh and then we got Love and uh Fields who are both very unproven. You, you, like you said, Mike, you have a real, you know, psychopath. I want to bite people sort of coach here. Yep. Um, I hope he doesn't get any DUIs. Uh, he's got the sort of personality that reminds me of, you know, the high school football coach who takes things so seriously that his family's walking on eggshells. Oh, yeah. The team didn't win. Absolutely. Um, so I like that in terms of motivating the team. I don't know about the roster overall. I think it's a fairly thin roster on offense, but it's also a fairly thin division. So for them to go over nine and a half would not surprise me, but I'm going under. I think they're going to wind up nine and eight. Okay. Right on the line. I, you know, I can live with that. I, I'm pulling for the Lions, though, man. Of all the teams, like Lion, the Lions are obviously always in consideration for one of the worst organizations in sports, as we know. Um, but Michigan needs a win, huh? Am I, am I, am I like, like Michigan is the more depressing Ohio. Ohio is like the normal punchline, but Michigan is right there with them. I mean, talk about a place that stinks and doesn't get as enough credit for, for sucking the way that they do. Well, it's kind of just like it's it, people forget about it. You yeah. Know? People, people, they know about Detroit. They make jokes about Detroit. They talk about Detroit, you know, Eminem. Everyone knows about him. That's that's kind of it. Like, can you imagine Detroit with no Eminem? Uh, it it would be a a pretty 
winless city for the last since the eighties. Well, no, two thousand four. Yeah. Detroit got early two thousand. My right? brain yeah. can't even think of that. Like, what is Detroit without Eminem? That's a really good point. Yeah. He's probably 95% of their culture. Also, Dan Campbell, 6'5", <laughs> 265 pounds. I hope he's probably most likely to throw on a helmet and just get the fuck in there one of these times <laughs> if the team starts to not do that great. He could be the first ever uh, player coach in the NFL. Yeah. God, I hope so. Head coach and rush end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to the Packers. Uh, DraftKings line is seven and a half wins. I think they're going under, and I think it's a big under. I think this is a Ooh. team that this team might win potentially. This is a stealth see a, worst team. I see in you the pitching NFL a tent week. there, Mikey. Is this your uh, rock hard pick of the week? Uh, no, I got close. They they got close for two awards for me. One was rock hard pick, and I also I I love Lafleur for first coach fired watch. I really Ooh. do. Ooh, I think that, I like that. Too. I think there's some potential there. Oh, see that? My dog agrees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, dude. He's. This is what what happens when when you have one of the great quarterbacks of all time as like the, the anchor of your your offense and your team. We've never seen yeah. Lafleur without Rodgers. So, and last year was not pretty for them, even with Rodgers, who was hurt. He had the thumb issue, but. I, you know, is this team better than last year? I would imagine they're going to be worse without Aaron Rodgers. Would they not? Or am I just crazy? You know, I just can't. Yeah, they're I don't think better. you're crazy. I can't they're imagine. So I would imagine that Rodgers not being there is at least two lot, two more losses for them. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Jordan Love comes out and he's great, but. You know, I just I don't know that that's going to happen. He's looked okay in the preseason, but the preseason is meaningless. Um, and I don't know, man. I just think if 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 they come out flat again and kind of have another really shitty season, like which which I'm expecting them to do, uh, maybe Lafleur is not the first coach fired, but I think that they probably make a change at the end of the year, right? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It's weird too. They have uh, they're ranked the. 20 okay at yeah, 24th out of 32 in terms of strength of schedule so they do have that working uh in their favor like we said they play in a pretty weak division their out of division games are pretty weak too raiders broncos rams giants bucks uh panthers so they have a lot of winnable games outside of their division i don't think this team is particularly good but i mean they'd have to go i mean but matt seven and ten to go under and i don't think that's gonna happen so i'm going over ever so slightly but like look out of those teams that you just listed like are they better than the giants are they better than the are they really better than the panthers like looking Uh, at this team well they're definitely not worse so, I mean, I think a lot of these are, are going to be coin flip games. I, I don't think they're going to be uh, heavy underdogs in, in any of those games, really. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I don't think, I wouldn't favor them necessarily, but if those are one possession games, they could win. They could split those and go over. Okay. Adam? All right. Well, we lost Adam's audio. <laughs> 
was on mute. I was on mute. Um. So the Packers. Yeah. What I'm are you doing? You, Mike. What the okay, hell is going is on bad. over there? I mean. <laughs> you Anyways, like a, Mike, I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> you have like a Dutch angle happening oh, on your no. computer. What's going on? But yeah, no, 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 Mike, I'm with you. I I don't understand. I mean, like they gave they gave so many of those teams in the NFC six and a half. What kind of fucking idiot gave these people this team seven and a half? Where do you mm. see seven wins with this team? That's what I'm mm. saying, man. Like when that, when Matt was pulling out some of those other names, like I I don't I he I think Matt's right. I don't think that they're worse than the Panthers, or I think they're worse than the Giants. But I don't think they're worse than some of those teams. They're not worse than the Raiders, obviously. But like I think when I was looking at the Raiders' schedule, I was like the Packers. That's a, that's maybe a win for the Raiders. Like if the mm. Raiders have to win four games, like. They're more likely to beat the Packers than the Chiefs, you know, or the or the Chargers. So I don't know. I think you're right, Matt. I do think a lot of those games are coin flip games. But like to get to eight, I don't know, man. I, I mean, this division in and of itself is kind of a shit show. Like, who knows? It doesn't seem like oh, yeah. any any team is really like like a world beater here. But, uh, you know. Uh, I'm just wondering what's going to happen, you know, if Jordan Love really shits the bed, the Packers want to dump him to another team. Yeah. You know, maybe Brock Purdy doesn't recover <laughs> as quickly as we thought from his injury. And Jordan Love gets a Kyle Shanahan and then, woo, baby, we got a Super Bowl contender on our hands. Uh, Adam, what was your number here? It was five wins. Okay. I got five wins. Jesus fucking Christ. Adam's having some some camera problems over there. You know what? This fucking lens is so heavy. Five wins for the uh, Packers that would put them under. So that would that means that Adam and I both go under for the Packers, but Matt's going over. Um, mm-hmm. Adam, we have obviously. How confident do you feel about that under? We're not rock hard pick territory yet, are we? No, I already didn't. I already lock in my rock hard. Yeah, the Cardinals are my lot are my rock yeah, that's hard, right. but. I mean, I'm pretty confident about the under. Like, I'd bet my son's life on it for sure. (laughs) All right. That's pretty confident. All right. Yeah. So that's enough Packer talk. Uh, Let's move on to the Vikings. DraftKings. Wait, one more thing about the Packers. The fans are are very annoying. And I really dislike the idea that this is some sort of a great franchise. I think we've probably covered this on the show before. But they've had two quarterbacks for the past 30 years. They went franchise to franchise quarterback, and they have only two Super Bowls. This team as a whole and a brand as a whole is very overrated, and uh, they need to really – America really needs to rethink their love affair with the Packers. Yeah, does America have a love affair with the Packers, or is it just the, the little piggies in Wisconsin? No, because it's like they're a national team. You know, they're always playing primetime games. Right. It's always this whole big to do. But I guess to your point, Matt, are they going to do that without having a, a Rodgers or Favre? I mean, That's in our great. in our lifetime, they've always had a primetime quarterback. Yeah, since I was a toddler, pretty right. much, they've had a franchise quarterback. And now, you know, I'm a grown man with a big beard and they're stuck with Jordan Love. So let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. All right, Minnesota Vikings, DraftKings has them. Eight and a half wins. That's the line. Uh, I'm going under. 
Not a big under Ooh. here. I think this is an eight-win team. They're better than the Packers. Uh, but, I mean, will we ever know if Kirk Cousins is actually good? And I think that's mm. that's the question here, isn't it? Obviously, Huge. in the NFL these days, you're only as good as your quarterback, which is it's it's weird that it's become that way, but it's true. And Cousins, I mean, like every year you watch him and there are some games where you're just like, God damn, how are they going to stop Kirk Cousins today? And then the lights go on and he plays a Monday night game and you go, God damn, how is Kirk Cousins in the NFL? It's yeah. an interesting thing. I mean, thing. the best defense for Kirk Cousins is uh, prime time. Right. <laughs> it's the only scheme he can't figure out. <laughs> Turn those it's lights on. It's televised game. That's right. <laughs> Um, so will I bet on the Vikings at some point when they have a favorable spread? Of course. Will I lose that Ooh. bet? Absolutely. Uh, and I'll be pissed about it because the Vikings always fuck me over minimum one time a year. Uh, so I'm still thinking they're an under, but I think they're going to. How gonna... pissed are you going to be? Are you going to be pissed enough to punch a hole in your wall? No, they're not my Beningo pick. Uh, we we have a, a ways to go before we get there, but but I have I have I'm doing double duty on on uh, on co- a couple of my awards. But what do you guys ooh. have for for the Vikings here? Uh yeah, this okay. So the Vikings, <laughs> the Vikings last year, they were their record was so strong because the rest of the uh, the rest of the conference was just so bad. And it's the same thing that we're that we have going on this year, which is a lot of really bad teams. I had a tough time with these picks when it was like bad team versus bad teams. I'm like, damn, I always thought that they were really bad. But then you have them against someone else who's also bad. The Vikings then fell apart in the playoffs and it was pretty brutal. Um, But for some reason, I still have them at the over at nine wins. And is Kirk Cousins a good QB? Uh yeah, he's a good QB, but he's only good when it doesn't matter. So sure, take that as what you will. Sunday at one o'clock is when Kirk Cousins is the best cute quarterback in the league, right? But once the sun starts to set, four thirty, he's okay. Eight p.m., forget it. Yeah, that's when his alter ego comes out, Dirk Blood. <laughs> <laughs> So his 2022 stats are pretty solid. 4,500 yards, 29 touchdowns, 14 picks, uh, 66% completion percentage. Not horrible, not great. Uh, I mean, 13 wins last year. We know that was a fluke. What, they had what, like 10 or 11 uh, one-score game wins? I don't think they lost a one-score game last year. They were like 10 or 11 and 0, something like that. So that's obviously not going to happen again. But again, a fairly weak division, as we've discussed, a fairly weak schedule overall. Like they're playing the Packers twice, right? The Lions twice and the Bears twice. Then they got the Falcons. Then they got the Raiders. Then they got, I mean, their only really tough opponents is the Chiefs, Bengals, and Eagles. Everybody else on their schedule is beatable. So I don't know. I can't see them having... Uh, a losing record this year. The team is too talented. Plus, Cousins has that sweet mustache now. He looks like a Sons of Anarchy character. <laughs> and uh, That's Dirk I mean, Pleasance. You know, that makes me believe in him more, if I'm being honest. It's not scientific, but... All right. So you're taking the over, Matty? 
Yeah, I'm taking the over on this team. I mean, when it's only eight and a half, and yeah, not nine and eight. They only got to go nine and eight. Yeah, I'm I'm on Cousins and that mustache all day. Well, it's interesting because moving on to our next team, this is another reason why I kind of think that this division is not great, but it is balanced in a way because I think the Bears take a step forward. I think Fields mm. with another year. Uh, I think Fields is kind of like what Kyler Murray hopes he can be. Um, I think Fields turns himself into a really – I don't know if I want to say first-tier quarterback this year, but he's hes in the mix. He's an exciting player to watch. I would imagine, you know, as somebody who's not in the NFL, he's hard to game plan for. Uh, the line is at seven and a half here. I think it's over. I don't think it's a big over, but I think they win eight games. I don't see why they can't be as good as the Vikings. Um, and again, you're in this position where like, I I could see this being a division where like every team takes one win from the other team. It's like, they just, Mm. it splits it all. It all just kind of evens out. Um, I think the Packers take a step back. That's good for the Bears. Maybe the Bears beat them twice. I think we talked about this the first time we recorded this and fucked this up. You know, Rodgers owns the Bears, but with no Rodgers, does that make a difference? You know, does the does does the worm turn? Do the, the Bears finally start beating the Packers? Because they haven't done it in like a decade, I don't think. Um, oh, probably more than that, honestly. Last time the Bears were like super relevant was what, like 2006? Around there, yeah, the, the Rex, Rex Grossman, Grossman yeah, was yeah, yeah, quarterback. yeah, Devin Hester and, and that team, Erlacher at yeah. the end of his career. Um, so yeah, I think it's over. I think it's a small over, but uh, I think the Bears take a step, and um, you know that'd be good for the city of Chicago and for you, Maddie. That'd be fun. Oh, they need yeah. This listen, this city desperately needs a win, um, <laughs> which is why I would like to go over with this team, but I just can't. Um, I don't believe in something I haven't seen yet. Fields was dynamic and incredible to watch last year, but he was lackluster when it counted. And I just don't, this is a historically very poorly run franchise. They definitely drafted well. They've traded for playmakers. So they've positioned Fields and this franchise to get out of the basement, but uh, until I see them walk up those steps, I can't bet this team over. So even if the seven, ten, six, and eleven, I, I predicted them somewhere around there. Um, and I predict the Fields controversy is he the future? Will continue all throughout the season and into the off season. Adam, yeah, I took the over on this one. Uh, eight wins for the Bears. I don't know. Not really much else to say than what's already been said. I feel like fields could be good, but I've been wrong many, many, many times in the past. My fantasy records, I'm probably owing however many times I've played. So clearly I'm not a good predictor of future success. If I had your family, if I had your family tied up in my basement with guns to their heads, could the Bears win this division? Family tied up my basement, guns to my head. Uh, what about my grandparents, my in-laws? Are they tied up? You're everybody, everybody. Naked, bleeding. Okay, then uh, I'm going to say no. They're not going to win the division. All right, well, that's one dead family. 
Damn. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have the NFC South and the NFC East. Uh, stick around. Don't go anywhere except to check on your family and make sure that everybody's okay. We're back on Sports Group. How's your family? They doing okay? Good. All right. NFC South. We're starting with the Atlanta Falcons. DraftKings. The line put is eight and a half wins. I say under. Uh, I think this is just under. I don't really know what to make of the Falcons. Uh, maybe they'll be okay. This division is so bad that, I mean, again, this is another division where you can probably get two wins off the Bucks, and maybe get two wins off the Panthers, no matter who you are. Um, I put them at eight, so they're just under the total. But uh, you know, the only thing I can really say about the Falcons is if history has taught us anything, the Falcons are going to Falcon, and that's a fact. There's going to be a lot of you know, uh, two fifty-five in the afternoon, Falcons up three. Uh, and then they they get a safety and punt the ball away and then lose on a kick return in the final second of the game. <laughs> you know there's going to be at least one crazy Falcons dumbass loss like that. Um, so, you know, they're just a franchise and an organization. They'll never win 15 games. They'll never win a Super Bowl. Um, but I don't know. I don't think they'll be that bad. They're just they're fine. They're average. I don't know. What do you guys think? They're kind of that team that I'm like, on paper, I'm like, damn, they suck. But then I was going through the activity of their schedule, and I was like, I guess I I somehow found nine wins. So I have them at the over. Mm. I'm not confident in them, you know. Gun to my head, knife to my wife's head, uh, cannon aimed right at my son's head, and, you know, my daughter's in a pit with wolves. You know, I don't feel confident about this, let's just say, but... I'm going nine wins, baby. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing uh there's nothing about the Falcons that particularly does anything for me either way. So uh I'm just I, I'm I'm recovering from that visual of a pit of wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Still, well, and you know my um, daughter pretty well, Matt. She's not one to like being in the pit of wolves. <laughs> it's, I mean, I would say it's probably one of her top ten <laughs> least favorite things. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> When it comes to the Falcons, uh, there's nothing's going to elicit as strong of a response as that pit of wolves did. I'm going over barely nine and eight. Okay. All right. Is there anything else to possibly even say about the Falcons? Other than I might change it right now to under at eight wins? No. <laughs> All right. The Carolina Panthers are up next. The line there is no seven, seven and a half wins. Uh, I have them under. Uh, again, just 
they're just under the line at seven. Like, uh, what's going on in Carolina? Are they they even com- going to be remotely competitive this year? It's hard to say. I don't think so. This division sucks, so it's anybody's guess. But I don't know, man. I I just can't see them even breaking even this year. There's just not a lot of talent on this team. They're in a whatever division, and that's all I got to say about that, Adam. Yeah. What was the what was the uh, the line at for them again? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Just a boring That's... division. Like, look, like look, I'm trying to even think about what I had to say about the Panthers and the Falcons, and it's just like nothing. Just nothing. yeah. I mean, there's no reason to watch the Panthers on TV, right? Mm. At all, no reason. Um, I've got them at five wins. Uh, honestly, I don't know why, but I stopped thinking about them as soon as I went. You know, was finished picking their games because they're just uninteresting. Um, I do, and this is really just more of a hope. Uh, I have Frank Reich as the first coach being fired. He just got hired. Mm. Do I really? Do I really believe that's going to happen? No. <laughs> do I want it to happen? Of course. <laughs> Something about Frank Reich. It just rubs me. He rubs me the wrong way. He was. I mean, listen. His whole claim to fame is that he developed Carson Wentz, who is, as we all know, a sad clown. <laughs> and then, and then he had a he did a poor job coaching the Colts, and the Panthers said, "I like this guy." And now they got him, and for some reason, he's still a head coach in the NFL. So if he doesn't get fired this year, he's going to get fired next year. And you know, too bad Vegas doesn't pay out for. Bets that are wrong, but right the next year. But you know, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, too bad. There'd be a lot of millionaires oh. in this country. <laughs> Over under on uh, Frank Reich coaching. Uh, you know, say seventeen, nine, twenty six games. So I give him a year and a half. Twenty six and a half games. You'd say under. I mean, yeah. For whatever reason, I'm with you. Under two. Really he had, don't like yeah. Frank Reich. He's he his his love affair with Carson Wentz and just the the very close association of them. And I don't know what it is. Carson Wentz is hands down one of my least favorite athletes of modern times. I don't know why I dislike him so much. It might just be the way he looks and the <laughs> name. I don't know what it is. I know I've referred to him as Frankenstein before on this podcast. Yeah. Um, there's something supremely unlikable about him. And then Frank Reich just kind of gets dirty by association. So I'm, I'm thinking under, uh, that's my case for the under for the Panthers. Um, I just, I mean, this is just a team that's in development. They don't really have much going on. They've traded away a lot of their better players, and uh, they traded up for a quarterback. Hopefully, works out for the future. But this year, not going to win eight games. Yeah, and you also to the uh, just to stay on Frank Reich for a second. This is the worst team that he's coached because he inherited a lot of talent in in Indianapolis. They had a great offensive line. Uh, I mean. And say what you will, I, in fairness to him, the Colts for the last couple of years were like the – they were like the dumping ground. You were just checking on these quarterbacks to see if they had anything left. And it's like yeah. there's a chance that 
you know, Philip Rivers isn't done. There's a chance that Matt Ryan isn't done. So it's, you can't necessarily blame him for Ursay being a madman and just taking a chance on any name that he can get. And- yeah, Ursay's not a great owner. He gets a lot of credit. He's not a great owner. He clearly treats his players pretty poorly, as we've right. seen uh, in the past several weeks. And yeah, it, it has been kind of like an island of misfit toys in terms of the uh, Colts quarterback room the past couple of years. Yeah. Strange. So I don't know. I mean, like there's there's not a whole lot to write home about on this Carolina team. So I do think that he's probably not going to be there long because I think we can all agree he's not a great coach. But hey, I'm I'm willing to be surprised here by Carolina. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, me neither. Um, the New Orleans Saints, nine and a half wins. That's the line on DraftKings. Uh, I say over. And this was another team that when I looked through their schedule, I was a bit surprised. Like Adam just said about the, uh, was it the Falcons that you just went through and all of a sudden you, they just had 10 wins. What's going on here? I, I just asked you a question. Wait, you asked me a question. I thought you were you were re- saying something about what I said about the. Well, yeah. So what what team did you just say that you just you went through their schedule? And you were like somehow there. Oh, the Falcons. Team. The yeah. Falcons. So I feel that way about New Orleans. I was going through their through their uh, schedule, and I think they're going to win. Uh, I had them at ten wins. Derek Carr, I do think, is talented. I know that he's kind of like a career loser, but. I mean, last year they really didn't have anybody throwing the ball, and now you have, um, you know, Kamara coming back. Uh, you never know if Michael Thomas has anything left in the tank. Although I think he's hurt again, isn't he? Actually, I take that back. I mean, New Orleans is just—I don't see a reason why they can't run the table in this division. I don't think that they're the—I think they're the best team in the division. Um, and I don't know. Again, I found 10 wins when I looked at their schedule, and that's where I'm at. What about you boys? Yeah, yeah, I found, yeah I'm with you. I found 10 wins also. Right. I Same mean, exact thing as you. I mean, there's nothing interesting about them. Dennis Allen, there's really not, nothing interesting about him. He looks indistinguishable if you ran into him anywhere. He has – there's just nothing going on here. I mean – Kamara, I wouldn't draft him. I wouldn't be excited if I got him on my team. Kamara? There's really no one on this team that's interesting. I mean, is Winston still their their starting QB, right? No, Derek Carr. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. 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 There's really nothing going on. I mean... the the more uh, there's nothing else to say they're they're uninteresting and somehow they're going to pull off ten wins because they play they have an easy division yeah they have the a- Falcons the Bucks and the Panthers like I I couldn't name three teams that I know less about yeah <laughs> yep yeah this is a pretty bad uh, division as we've said Dennis Allen he really is the most average looking guy in the world like. You look at him and you're like, he's not an ugly guy, but he's definitely not a good-looking guy either. He's just <laughs> such a – oh, yeah, and without the beard, he looks – he really looks like a dork. He Without his beard, he really just looks like any small-town 
bank teller you've seen. He really he looks like a goofball. Derek Carr is the best QB in the division, and uh, by far, right? That's so. I mean, yeah, the Saints are going over. They have a very beatable schedule when you look at their out of conference uh, games. I would say Allen. I would say Allen is on the hot seat, and he's possibly the just can't hack it winner for me. But there's one guy who is pulling slightly ahead at the moment. I think but we he's have, a, he's a runner up for the just can't hack it. We have we have the same 15, one. I can guarantee it. Yeah, fifteen so. and thirty-eight career record as a head coach for where, Dennis Allen. Where was he? Yeah, before? I don't know if you boys are are familiar with math, but. <laughs> that ain't great. <laughs> that's a that's that's uh he's he's lost twice more than twice as many games uh as he's won. Where was he before New Orleans? He had another head coaching job. He right? coached in Oakland. He was a head coach in he, Oakland? He was one of the coach he's the head coach of one of the great Oakland Raiders teams of uh the 2010s. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Jamarcus he's Russell. Had a really, that's a rough <laughs> career. Yeah. Of head coaching. It's like he's I mean, he's right it there. It ain't a great us. resume. Yeah, right there Good with God. Josh McDaniels. And the Raiders, just like the Raiders, bad just, opportunities. Yeah, and you've made the least of them. The Raiders. I mean, just that interview process. Coaches. What did that go like? So, fifteen and thirty-eight. Can you walk us through how you plan to turn things <laughs> around? Here? <laughs> yeah, brutal. Um, all right, let's round out the South here. The Tampa Bay Bucks. Another mm. another Vegas special. Six and a half on the line. That's Vegas saying this team's not very good. Uh, and I think they're an under. <clears throat> not a very good team. Um, I think they're the worst team in the NFC, in the NFC South. Uh, I have them at four, but I also put four tops. I said four mm. tops, maybe three. They're bad, man. Uh, I mean, they were bad last year and they had Brady. Now there's no Brady uh, and Baker Mayfield is their starter. We all know. We've seen that movie before. I just I don't see this being pretty for the bucks. Uh, I, if I were them, I would make them. I mean, they got their ring, try to get something for Mike Evans, try to get something for Godwin, just rebuild this fucking team, blow it up. Cause they're not very good. I mean, I, you can't have Baker be your starting quarterback and do anything, but you know, your ceiling is the middle in that case, I guess. But like, I don't know. Uh, I don't see how they get to six and a half wins, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you think boys? I had nah, they're wins. a loser. They're a losing team. Under over. Who's got what? We. I think we both got the under. I got him. I got him at four wins. I think Todd Bowles is such an irrelevant coach. Like they just don't know. This is a team that's that's a victim of indecision by paralysis or paralysis by indecision. They, they just decided to kind of do nothing and try for nothing this year. And and that's, what's going to happen. Like, I don't understand how Todd Bowles was the seen as the head coach of the future. It it just that the fact that they kept him around and they really, they haven't shaken anything up. I guess they just think that, you know, they're magically going to just get some wins and just sprout some wins out of, out of nowhere. They're I have them at four wins. Well, I feel like the Bucks, right? This is like a very Florida, Tampa-ish storyline here, where they had Tom Brady come along, then they had Gronk sign. They stacked the team. 
They had all this talent. They had the old guy leading all the young talent. And then the old guy left. And like most things in Florida, when there's no adult supervision there, things <laughs> just fall apart. You know? It's kind of just like this is the team that they were on their best behavior and they were winning. And now it's just like spring break. The parents aren't around. Um, yeah, I just Baker Mayfield does not strike me as a leader. You go from Tom Brady, one of the great leaders of men that's ever walked the face of this earth, to then Baker Mayfield. I mean, has there ever been a more stark contrast and like a downgrade in leadership than that? Hmm. Let's see. Who came before Hitler? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been the first one, but yeah. This, might... <laughs> this is up there. Yeah. I mean, this is not, not quite that, but it's, it's up there. Yeah. Not great. Uh, so I'm going under with the Bucks. I, I got them like six wins tops. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised with six, but um, if it's less than that, I would not be surprised either. I mean, dude, Todd Bowles is just the epitome of seven wins. Like, uh, I, I'm serious. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> when I, I did this already with the Jets. Like he had a he had a he coached the Jets team that was like fine. They were like inconsequential. They weren't good. They weren't really bad. They just like weren't really anything. Um, yeah. You know, oh, he's a Jersey guy. Well, yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, New Jersey. He's a he's a good defensive coordinator. It's not that he's not a good coach. I just don't think that he's like. I just don't think he's like a great head coach. I just don't think he's right. definitely. Yeah, he's probably not going to take a team with very little talent right. and get the most out of them necessarily. Right. He's he's probably an average coach, and if he has good players, he can do well. If he doesn't have good players, he's not going to do well. Right. You know, and that higher. That hire kind of felt like an afterthought. Well, he was there. He was he was there. Right. Defensive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's right. just like, uh, fuck. Okay, you. Right. You're right. Yeah. Because because Arians was basically like, listen, I've uh, I've done my time here. I'm gonna just go party. Now. Arians was really just like he was just waiting for his kids to go away to college so he could just fucking day drink all the time. He gives me those sorts of vibes. Yeah. Yeah, the epitome of uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, hundred percent. So All it's right, like, honey. and now, they, honey, now if you need me, I'm going to be floating Bay in the pool. In the era where they're recovering <laughs> from the bad decisions that they made, or the overspending, or whatever. So yeah, they're in the they're in the doldrums right now. Yeah. All right, let's head over <clears> to the <throat> NFC East, our final division for the evening, and our most exciting in the NFC. I, I think it's fair to say. Am I right? Wrong about that, boys? Oh, yeah. NFC, most exciting. You look at these four teams, they're winning all the awards. That's right. This is the award-winning NFC East. A lot of people, they started calling it the NFC Beast. You guys heard that? Who said that? It's so good. A lot of people are saying it. I've I've seen a lot of it online. Uh, And the internet's never wrong. So, uh, we start off with the Philadelphia Eagles, DraftKings. Has them at 11 and a half wins. That's the line. I think it's an over, boys. Uh, I don't see why they don't dominate the NFC again. Uh, Hertz is the real fucking deal. He's really good. Um, Most of the defense is coming back, isn't it? I mean, they didn't didn't get worse. Yeah. So uh, I got them at 12 wins, and that's even just being conservative. There's a world where they win like, 13 14 again i think 
Because what they went fifteen last year. Last year the Eagles were fourteen. I think they went fourteen. Fourteen. I believe. I yeah. I don't see it being that much different. <clears throat> I mean, I think the Giants are better than they were last year, but I think the other two teams in the division are probably worse, or at least, I mean, the Commanders are probably at this as bad as they were, and. Cowboys, we'll get to them in a second, but you know, I uh, yeah, Philly's just gonna run the table again, I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh fly goes fly, baby. I actually would have <laughs> I actually counted out fifteen wins, but I didn't wanna, you know, upset you guys or whatever. So I put them at fourteen <laughs> wins. But they're hitting that over big time. Um yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this team. I forgot they got, you know, they have DeAndre Swift now. So they're, well, they I guess they got rid of Miles Sanders. Uh, the team's good. I they're they're the best team in in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I would say hands down because uh, you know Jalen is obviously as much as I love the guy and I love the nickname, he's better than Big Cock Brock, uh, and it's not close. Yeah. Um, it's not close. Yeah, man. I, I actually, this is my first uh, of many awards for the NFC East here. I'm actually giving them uh, the Hide Your Daughter Award, the Philadelphia wow. Eagles. Only I'm doing it in reverse. Oh, oh, shit. I'm reversing the award. I'm hiding my daughter because, Jesus Christ, if she sees Jalen Hurts, she's going to want to marry him. All right? <laughs> this guy can squat 600 pounds. He's clearly... <laughs> Clearly an amazing leader. He's the future of the NFL in terms of uh, an elite rushing quarterback, elite pocket passer. And, uh, I mean, just the story of him, you know, being essentially let go by Alabama. He had to transfer to play still. And then he's, what, a second-round pick? And now here he is, the face of the franchise. So, I mean, yeah, 11.5 is the total. A high total, but they're hands down the best team in the division. Their schedule is not particularly difficult. They're returning pretty much all key players. So yeah, they are I, an over for me. I also love how they they continue to go all in on these Alabama players uh, in the draft, oh, yeah. and they 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 surround Hertz with people he's familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, Devonte Smith is another guy who I think is just going to keep improving year over year. I mean that wide out corp they have there is fucking well yeah him awesome. and a- like, AJ Brown. one of the most exciting combos I think in, in the league because you got the speed yeah. of Devontae Smith and then just you know AJ Brown's the beast. It's like yeah they're top three wide receiver duos, right? The only two you could even put up there with them would be the Bengals with Chase and Higgins. <clears throat> <clears throat> I mean, Excuse the Bucks me. still have Evans when, and Godwin, and, right? And Miami. But I don't even yeah. know if I would put them but as their high QB as them. Is, their QB is trash, so it's like right. that takes away from it. And then, um, yeah, who's who's the other one I was thinking of? Miami. Was, uh, Miami. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Miami with Waddle. Uh, Hill and yeah. Waddle. So, I mean, yeah, Philly has everything. Yeah. Um, yep. Including the apple of my daughter's eye, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, and they're in a division with teams that they can really beat up on. I just think they're so much better than the other teams in in this division. Uh, the next team that I have is the New York Giants. The line there is seven and a half wins. 
Um, I'm pretty hot on the Giants, to be honest. I don't think that they're – I only have <laughs> – to be honest, I, I, I'm saying that. I only have them winning eight games, uh, again, conservatively. So they're going over. But I don't know if it's me just being in New York, uh, hearing people talk about the Giants and and kind of the steps that they're taking and Daniel Jones taking a step, Saquon coming back. Eight wins, but they're my rock-hard lock. Wow, rock-hard lock. Holy Dial it fucky, in, right? sucky, sucky, grucky or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I've got the Giants at seven wins Ooh. under. And not only that, and this is going to – so this we got ourselves a little, a little controversy here, boys, because I got them as – the most frustrating team in the league this year. I think Giants, wow. I think you're going to see a lot of bloody subway walls. <laughs> Giants fans are going to be banging their heads against them down there, all pissed <laughs> off and frustrated. Like, what the fuck? I thought this team was supposed to be good, but they actually took, they actually weren't that good. It was, it turned out that the rest of the, the conference just sucked all along, including last year. And I think them having an, an okay ending to the last season was honestly the worst thing that, will happen to them in years because they are convinced now that they they could stick with Daniel Jones and that he is going to bring them anything of any meaning for their foreseeable future throughout his career. I think he's a, I think last year is the best part will be the best year of his career. And I think he's a giant bust. Ooh, but they have fat, ugly, uh, fat, ugly coach hall of famer, Brian Dable. Yeah, yeah he on, he's on the Mount Rushmore of the, you know, he's the top bat coach uh, four or five of all time. I heard I heard he's on Ozempic this year, boys. Oh, that's huge. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I thought I heard a rumor that he was gaining a little bit of weight in this offseason. You know, he'd never had so many Italian sandwiches in his life living up in <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> and wherever. Now that he's got a taste of Belgiovonis and places like that he's really packing it on so but i don't know that's that's what joey numbers told me that could be wrong <laughs> all right what do you got uh for the over under here matt i i've got the giants going over i mean they don't need to have a winning record to go over here uh i don't think their schedule is particularly hard and while it is a tough division um to go eight and nine I don't think is particularly difficult. You know, they close out the the end of the year with some some fairly winnable games. They play the Raiders, uh, they play the Patriots, they play the Saints, the Rams, you know, the Packers. I don't think it's too difficult for them to win eight games. The thing is, I kept saying that about so many teams. I'm like, ah, they suck. They're playing the Rams, but then I was like, but. Then what? Am I, do I think the Rams, the Packers, the the Panthers are just gonna all get fucking two wins? <laughs> I had to have them winning some some toss ups or catching teams on their bad days. I feel like the Giants are just I don't know. Obviously, I'm I'm biased. I, I want them to be bad. <laughs> well, are they better than the next team on this list, the Washington Commanders? I, I affectionately, mm. yes. affectionately, yeah. we will always call them the team the Washington football team, but WFT baby. Yeah. That's what they'll always be to me. DraftKings put the line at six and a half wins. Uh, I think they're under, this is a six win team to me. I mean, 
this is a again a perfect example of like you know can the Giants win two games against the Commanders and split with the Cowboys? You know that's three wins right there. And I'd have to look at the rest of the schedule, but I think it's possible. The Commanders they already hate their new head coach. There's all these reports that Eric Bieniemy is like working them too hard, and they're not responding well. The Commanders they're just one of those franchises, man. They're they just forever it's going to be a problem they're just you know they're never going to be that team that you know that dominant force like the Philadelphia Eagles as much as i hate the eagles every couple of years they roll around and and they they become a team that can win 11 to 13 games and they're just kind of they're almost always in it uh they're not a bad organization the commanders on the other hand even with the new management, I just don't see them winning more than six games. Am I bugging or what? Commanders are no. hapless. Completely and totally hapless organization. Um, well, like you said, the enemy. The thing is, though, Mike, he's he's the OC. He's not the head coach. Oh, the good head point. Coach You're right. He's still one. Riverboat Ron. Ronald Rivera. You're right. Who no longer has the juice of beating cancer to tide him over. <laughs> I think he, you know, listen, good for him. We love when people beat cancer. We do. But that doesn't mean you're not going to get fired from your job as an NFL head coach. And while there's another coach in this division who I also think could be fired, Ron Rivera is my just can't hack it uh. nominee. For the NFC for 2023, I think he's a defensive coach. This team does not have a lot of defensive talent uh, that's proven. They've got a lot more talent on offense. I don't think he is the guy. I think they brought the enemy in to groom him to be the head coach. So I think Rivera could very easily be let go and be enemy ends the year as their head coach. Well, Matt, I got to tell you, I thought we were going to have the same pick. For our uh, uh, Matt Hackett, uh, first coach fired in the NFC, but we were very close. We were very close. We were only a team well, apart. I think I know who you have, Mikey. Well, let's talk <laughs> about the Cowboys, shall we, boys? I know, I know. <laughs> Wait, I didn't get to go. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Adam. What the frick? <laughs> uh, yeah. So the the Washington Commanders, which I think I just realized like a week ago. Actually, it was in between the last episode and this one that Commanders was because of Commander-in-Chief. Did you guys know that? No, that sucks, that though. true? That's not good. Well, they're from Washington, D.C., so I, that's what I figured, Commander-in-Chief. I just figured they, they picked a name out of a hat, and they were like, this isn't Redskins. Mm. This works. I think yeah, I think I might be onto something here. I think they just picked out of a hat and they were like, okay, no WNBA team uses this, right? right? Okay, we'll use it. Yeah, yeah. And that's how that's how it went. Yeah. Well, it's right. It's like it's Ron Rivera beat cancer, but can he beat the Cowboys is what I really want to know. <laughs> and honestly, I think it's up in the air. And, and I feel like with a lot of the, the those games, I think they could easily split one and lose one and win one just by a margin. Um, but I still got the Redskins under at five wins. But you know, whoa, whoa, gun, whoa. gun to my head. Them, Adam? Whoa, oh, you're shit. gonna get us, the commanders, get the us commanders. In trouble. You just dead name the I'm team. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to dead name uh Washington Commanders R. I. P. But what I was saying was 
you know, gun to my head, dildo up my ass, ball gag in my mouth, nipple clamps on my nipples, someone's tickling my ball sack with a feather. Oh, wait, I forgot what I was talking about. Let's go on to the Cowboys. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Cowboys, the line here is 10 and a half wins from DraftKings. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. They're going under. They're an eight-win team. This is the year it all falls apart for Jerry Jones. Mike McCarthy finally gets exposed. Dak Prescott finally exposed. This team is not very good. Dak Prescott is a carbon copy of Kirk Cousins. Uh, They're the same player. He is not a big-time guy. Uh, I think that not having Zeke there, I I think that's actually going to hurt them. I know Zeke's numbers were kind of down and Pollard looked great last year, but Pollard's coming off a fucking horrific leg injury. Um, And I don't, I don't, did this team get any better? I mean, like they were, Oh no, they were pretty good last year, I guess. But who was that backup quarterback that won them, that, that put them on that run? Cooper rush, Cooper rush. I mean, I'm tired of this hair, by the way, this Dak Prescott nonsense. He's fine. He's not a bad quarterback. He's not a good one either. He's fine. Uh, so before you think Cooper Rush's hair is that good, Adam? I thought I saw a real nice head of hair there. Red, red, now. luscious locks. Yeah, I mean it's red, which I guess you know if you're into that, that's fine. But uh, I, I mean, it's not that impressive. Well, hmm. all I'll say is that the Cowboys are getting two awards from me. First off, we're starting them off with the Joe Beningo punch a hole in my wall award for the most mm. disappointing team. Because I think the Cowboys, we're going to look up midseason and the Cowboys are going to be like like five and five. And they're going to be mm. asking Jerry about the coach who absolutely is getting fired first. He's the first coach fired in the NFC. That's Mike McCarthy. He doesn't finish out the year. Uh, the game has passed him. Though we usually love fat, ugly coaches on this show. Uh, <laughs> Mike McCarthy is the one exception to the rule that fat, ugly coaches just, you know, you need more than being fat and ugly in the NFL to be a successful head coach. So that's how I feel about you the do. Cowboys. I think, yeah, I think this could finally be the year that Mike McCarthy goes from NFL head coach to uh golden corral endorsement. <laughs> Uh, holder. <laughs> he should have been doing that while he was coaching. I think he definitely finally gets into it this year. Uh, I think the Cowboys, they very well could go over. I hate this team so much. <laughs> I, there's nothing else I could say about the Cowboys that I haven't already said. I hate the team. I hate the owner. I hate the fans. They're all the worst. Their fans are just brutal. Uh, especially like I just, I don't like them. I think they could go over I hope they go under 10 and a half. I want to go under. I'm also going to give them the Joe Benigno most likely to make me fix a fucking hole in my wall award. Cause there's, they're probably going to be good and I'm going to hate it. So <laughs> another reverse award for Matt. Yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. My world's really been flipped upside down recently. Um, ever since the accident, you know, nothing <laughs> makes sense anymore. So, um, yeah, I hate the Cowboys. Adam? Yeah. Uh, they're a team that I, I always 
they're really never a contender. Uh, actually, that's, right. that's not true. No, they're but usually they, they think they are. Right. They think yeah. they are, and they're very cocky. Jerry Jones is he's one of the most outspoken owners, and for a guy who's so outspoken, I mean, they haven't won in so long. I mean, <laughs> what he's he's the the reason that I don't think that McCarthy will be fired is because. Jerry Jones is not a good owner. He's he gets too emotionally attached. Like him and McCarthy's, you know, they play golf every fucking Sunday now, and they their wives are in the same book club or some shit because he gets too close to these head coaches, and then he be, they become his best friends, and then he's afraid to fire them. Well, yeah, how long um, was Garrett the head coach for? Like, he couldn't he couldn't get rid of Jason Garrett without hooking him up with a TV gig. He's like, oh, okay, listen, this ain't gonna work, but I got you something already lined up at Fox. Jason's like, okay, you think I'll be good on TV? <laughs> NBC, but yes. <laughs> but I got the Cowboys at somehow I found 10 wins. They're still under, but I somehow found 10 wins. But I'm, you know, you're forgetting, or I forget sometimes that it's a 17 game season now. It's not 16. 10 wins isn't that great. And yeah, I mean, how could you say they've gotten better? I, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that they have. I, I think, you know, their their defense is very good. They have playmakers, like big playmakers all over on defense. They got one of the better cornerbacks with Trevon Diggs, one of the better edge rushers yes. with Parsons. Um, I'm just hoping something bad happens here and they, they go under. <laughs> I, just, I don't I don't want to wish injury. I'm not wishing injury on someone. I'm certainly not wishing death on Jerry Jones. I would never do that. But um, no, yeah, you never I don't do that. Like this, I just hate him so much. It's it's irrational. But I just even hate when him. their new even when their new stadium opened, like he had to host everything there. He, like people were hosting their bar mitzvahs there just so he could fucking you know have everyone see the new stadium. It was just he's he's just annoying, you know. Yeah, he's one of the most annoying owners. Him, true, and, uh, and the and Jim Irsay, those two guys, and I don't even think they like each other. Maybe they should fucking duel it out. What do you guys Yeah, think? maybe they should be on the undercard of Musk versus Zuckerberg. We'll just have these two old yeah. fucks, <laughs> you know, just fighting in a cage. Right on. All Hate right. The Cowboys hope they go under. Well, I think that we've uh, we've covered it all tonight, boys. Love, death, hate, sex, the good, the bad, drugs. the weird. Yeah. It's really been uh, actually no drug talk. We we should have made uh, maybe player most likely to get suspended for drugs. But uh, who? How many players do you think are going to get suspended for gambling this year? Because we know it's on the rise. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's harder. You know, drugs are not as powerful as gambling in a sport that you are playing in. Sure, especially if you can have a same game parlay on yourself. Right. I would bet on myself every week. Yeah, I take the under on myself constantly. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna get out of here. Next week, we're gonna do some prop bets for you guys. That'll be the uh, our, our the end of our fun uh, NFL preview, and then we got football season right after that. Isn't that exciting? Oh yeah, we are we draft are we doing our draft live on the air next week? Probably? I don't think I don't think anybody wants to hear that. I I think well, we gotta we'll do only that know, We'll only know if we do it, and they hate it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, this will be an off-air discussion. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll have a recap for you either way. 
All right. Well, next week, expect the prop bets, and then uh, we'll be doing kind of recaps of what's what's happening in football. Because for a little bit, football is going to be dominating the sports space. And I think we go from a show that uh, was kind of stalling till the end of the summer to a show that's in full swing. You what's know? the Yankees' record right now? Does anyone even know? Uh, they're four. Dude, games I just get under notifications. 500. I get notifications every day that just says so and so beat the Yankees. So like you know whatever the score was, that's what I get. I think they're. Day. I think they're eleven sixty-two and sixty-eight. Eleven games out of the wild card. Is that right? My God, so bad, brutal. Yeah, Mets are no better. So baseball season's over as far as we're concerned. So we're yep. happy that that football is coming back into play because it's uh, it's the dawn of a, of a new era of sports group. Absolutely. Uh, and with that, I am at Mike Coscarelli on all social platforms, gentlemen. I'm at your throat if you're a Cowboys fan, uh, but I'm also at Matt Lajeski on uh, platforms. And I'm at It's Adam Foster. And until next week, keep watching sports.